Hey everybody, it's Allie, and welcome to our YNR chat for Sunday, May 12th, 2013. The biggest story in YNR, I think, continues to be Jean Cooper's death. If anyone hasn't heard by now, she died on Wednesday. It's incredibly heartbreaking. I did a special YNR chat on Thursday, so I talked all about my feelings about it, my memories of Catherine, and if you're interested, you should definitely go back and check that out. I had a death in my family last night, and I'm exhausted, and I think that's probably making me more emotional over everything having to do with Catherine, and I feel drained right now, and I apologize if I miss anything because I've been awake for a very long time, and I just have not slept, and it's it's just got me thinking about death. It's it's really, it's I'm, I'm down a little bit right now, to be completely honest with you. But I know some of you guys really, really look forward to this, and I look forward to this. This is the place where I put my emotions to, so I wanted to just come on and say a little bit about this week's show because there have been some really good things, and I continue to feel pain every time I think about Catherine. I mean, it's so weird to see the word late in front of Gene Cooper's name, the late Gene Cooper. It's very weird. And the scenes after after Gene had died where, well, actually, I had watched a scene. I don't, don't watch the show every single day. I kind of pile them up and watch them toward the end of the week. So the day after she died, there was a scene where Kane and Lily are having lunch at on the boulevard, and they mention Catherine, and it felt weird. It's just, it's... It's also bizarre. It, it, it doesn't seem to, uh, there hasn't really been much information released on her cause of death. Obviously, she was elderly, but I, I wonder if she maybe had been struggling with cancer I don't, or something. There, there was some illness that she was struggling with for quite some time, and I think that the family and she have, had been very tight-lipped about it, but it is very curious. I don't, I can't think of any other circumstance where a an actor had um, died while still on contract with the show other than um, Sally on Bold and the Beautiful. And it really begs the question, how is YNR going to handle this as far as the story goes? And I, I don't want to seem at all callous by talking about YNR, it seems so small. The show seems so small in comparison to Jean and her death, and I don't want to make light of that in any way. I feel like I've talked quite a bit about, uh, at length, about her death and how I was feeling about it and in my own way of honoring the woman. And YNR is, in fact, going to be doing a full episode uh, of cast interviews about Jean. I think it's going to be airing toward the end of May. I want to say May 28th, but they're going to do interviews with people who worked with her, and they're it's going to be a full episode tribute, unprecedented, it said in the, in the press release. So I'm sure that YNR is going to do its due diligence in creating honor for this woman who brought life to the show for so long. And I have to say, I received a series of wonderful voice messages from a YNR chat viewer, Gary, who painted such a beautiful picture talking about Catherine. It was moving. I 
only have known the character since I started watching the show in 93, but he was someone who has seen the show since the beginning, the first day, and has had a full awareness of Catherine and her character and how she's evolved. And really, I mean, Gary, you should be a poet because it was the way he painted the picture of of the character was so moving to me. And I know there's only a a limited amount of knowledge that I can bring to it, but I know that we're all feeling horrible about the whole thing, but also a level of curiosity, right? I mean, I I think um, it's, I am wondering if, they are going to, I mean, are they going to kill Catherine, I guess is the question. Is Catherine going to die on screen, or are they going to attempt to recast her? Because I will tell you right now, a recast is unacceptable. I am not okay with that. I don't want Catherine to die, but I am not going to accept them trying to put somebody else in that role. It will not work. I think as sad as it is, I think we're going to maybe see that Catherine died in her sleep is almost what I'm thinking. The last scenes of her were walking up the stairs, going to bed, and it was very chilling. Even at the time before she died, kind of knowing, eh, were those the final scenes? It was very chilling. But I'm almost wondering if she perhaps will have gone upstairs into bed and, and died in her sleep, and maybe we'll see reactions. There's also a, a possibility that YNR could do some crazy digital stuff and bust out another scene with Catherine on it. I have no idea how they're planning to handle it. My only hope is that it's not too emotionally grueling, I guess because I'm so exhausted right now. I've, I'm dealing with it in my own life, and I I don't want to see a long, drawn-out thing. They did draw out John's death quite a bit too much for me back when that happened. I just got over Stephanie's death on Bold and the Beautiful, and I think they did a wonderful job of honoring and celebrating Stephanie and the actress over there on Bold and the Beautiful. There was no funeral. It was like one big party until her death, and I feel like that was handled very appropriately. I'm kind of hoping YNR will take a cue from that. And Jean herself, it's so funny because I remember reading an interview with her right around the time that the Alzheimer storyline was going on, and she had picked up the script, saw that Catherine was looking at that Alzheimer pamphlet, and she told the writers, I am not doing an Alzheimer storyline. She said, I think I think Jean had a very acute awareness of, uh, or astute, sorry, awareness of the fact that people watch YNR to escape. She said, I am not going to do some big bummer Alzheimer storyline, you can get somebody else to do it, because people watch YNR to, in some ways, forget about maybe some of the things that are going on that are troublesome to them, and also to project their feelings onto, it's, I, I don't want to go through some long, drawn-out thing, I, I want to have a sense of life and death and death being a part of life. I I don't want to just cry. I just don't want to cry for weeks on end. I I, I know that death is as much a part of life as life is of death. It's all intertwined. It's overlapping. And I think Jean knew that. And I hope that we can come to a conclusion on the Catherine character that both honors the actress, honors the character, and honors the fans as well.
I am curious to know what you guys are thinking is going to happen with the character of Catherine. And please feel free to leave me comments and let me know how you think this is all going to play out. Moving on, it's as, as difficult as it, is, as it is to pick up and move on talking about the show in light of this. The storyline that has had me thinking about it in the back of my head through even my own trauma that I'm going through right now has been Michael and Lauren. I've, I'm so shocked continually by the storyline and surprised. And even though it tears me up inside that Lauren and Michael have become so far apart, it has become the number one thing in the front of my mind when watching this show. And this week, it came to a head. First, it came to a head in small bits. First, Paul confronts Lauren. He asked her straight up, are you having an affair? Are you are you sleeping with Carmine? He not only has been aware that she's having an affair, but he has narrowed down who it is, realizes that it's Carmine, and he's got her number. He asks her about it. She denies it, of course. Gotta stick with your lie. That's all she's done for weeks and weeks, and it, it it's finally catching up with her, and I'm, I'm actually kind of glad to see that. But um, Carmine ends up, coming to the apartment, even though he knows that it's risky. He doesn't have any kind of respect for any boundaries that she puts out there. And not only did he come and visit her in a risky situation, but he left the door open. They're in the apartment talking. Uh, she's telling him, I'm, I don't want to do this anymore. I want my family back. And Paul, comes up to the door, overhears the whole thing, walks right in, and is becomes a part of their conversation. There is no more denying it. She's having the affair with Carmine. She, tr- she tried, actually. She st- tried to make up some lie about how she was having a party and she was just trying to get Carmine to bartend for it. No, 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 no. Paul tells her, you need to stop fronting. Let's just face it. You're having an affair. It needs to stop now. And there was even a little bit of a confrontation between Paul and Carmine. Carmine said something to Paul, like, hey, dude, <laughs> or back off, dude, or something. And Paul was like, um, I don't think so, dude. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. I wouldn't have minded seeing Paul just hauling off and punching Carmine in his big, stupid face. But instead, Carmine leaves, and Paul tries to talk some sense into Lauren. He says, you need to tell Michael. <laughs> in fact, she begged him, please don't tell Michael. And he said, oh, I'm not. You are. You're going to be the one to break this news to him. Stop making a fool out of him is what you need to do. Now, meanwhile, Michael is having a conversation at the coffee house with Phyllis because he has put together these pieces. He knows that Lauren is having an affair, everything he caught her with last week. And I I have to say, I, I enjoyed the conversation between Michael and Phyllis. Finally, it's been so long since they've been on good terms and I really miss their friendship. It's been uh, quite a while since either of them have had someone to confide in. And she tells him to go talk to Lauren, which he does. He shows up at the apartment. He asks her like nine times in nine different ways if she's having an affair. And she eludes him. She will not straight up answer any of his questions. 
you know, she says that she's not in love with another man, but she doesn't deny that she's having an affair. And Michael ends up finding a pen. This is so ridiculous. He, he finds a pen from the whatever hotel they were staying at. Lord help me, I don't remember what the name of it is. <laughs> My brain is mush right now. But he finds a pen that she took from the hotel. Why would she take a pen from the hotel? It makes me feel like she wanted to get caught. It's 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 very sad. They have a, a, you know a, a fight. They drudge everything up all the way back from what happened with Fen, which was the beginning of the end of their relationship. They were both of the actors were wonderful in the scene. In all of these scenes, it was highly emotional. Michael knows she's having an affair. She's denying it, but she even said something horrible to him. Well, if I would be, if I would have been having an affair, could you blame me? You would have pushed me into his arms. And Michael was so upset. He flipped the damn table, the coffee table. He just picked it up, flipped it over. Michael has been increasingly, um, not violent, but just aggressive lately, way more aggressive than Michael usually is. It's not like him to flip a table, but he did. Oh, I, I'm I'm upset. Um, I don't know. I'm upset with with Lauren for for lying and for letting it get to this this point. But then um, <sighs> Michael goes to the restaurant on the boulevard where Carmine is bartending. And what do you know? He finds a book of matches sitting on the bar that also is branded from that hotel. And Michael starts putting together the pieces that it's Carmine. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, he he had said to Lauren before he left, "Who is it that you're having an affair with?" And I better not find out who it is because I'm not going to be held responsible for my actions. Then five minutes later, he's at the bar, finds the matchbook, and uh, realizes that it's Carmine. And he confronts him about it, and Carmine has this smug look on his face denies it with his mouth but in his eyes yeah I slept with your wife meanwhile Lauren is at home with the table that's flipped over just such a good um uh, analogy for her life she picks up the queen of hearts card that Carmine had given to her and she starts stabbing it with the pen that she got from the hotel which seemed kind of violent to me, the whole uh, the whole thing just is a powder keg getting ready to explode. And Michael clearly wants the truth. He just doesn't want to be lied to anymore. He even had a follow-up conversation with Phyllis, which was good because Phyllis tried to convince him to forgive Lauren. Phyllis is speaking from experience, from her affair, that just because Lauren had this affair doesn't mean that she is only the affair. She still loves you. You still had good times, too. So go back, talk to Lauren. Obviously, Phyllis was speaking from her own wounds, but it does encourage Michael to go back home, and they just have another emotional confrontation. She wants to fix the relationship. Michael can't see anything but the affair, and I don't know if they're going to be able to make it work. Lauren's almost begging him to try to get back to where they were, and I just don't know if they're going to be able to. Now, someone left me a comment last week. It was uh, someone named Chris 
left me a comment last week with a brilliant prediction, and I think it's 100% accurate. I can see the pieces being uh, put into place. Uh, I th- he th- put the seed in my mind. We've got to be headed to- toward a who killed Carmine Basco situation here. It's It feels clear to me, and I think it's brilliant, and I, I actually really love it. I think Carmine is going to turn up dead or wounded, but I think probably dead. And there are going to be a few suspects. You, you can already see the the groundwork of the violence starting to be added. Uh, Michael straight up said, if I ever find out who you were having the affair with, I'm not going to be held responsible for my actions. Lauren is sitting on the floor with his Queen of Hearts card, stabbing it with a pen, and Fenn is a total powder keg. If he finds out that he's not the cause of his parents breaking up, that his mother's affair was the cause. He's been internalizing all of this, and that's not even what the main problem was. He's going to, and not only the fact that Carmine's been sniffing around Fen, Fen's going to freak out. They're already painting Fen as this dark kid uh, who is possibly going to do something violent. So he could be a suspect, even Billy. Uh, Carmine seems to be the only one who really, well, who would even possibly be able to, well, I don't know, I guess there could be others, but I could almost see Billy being a suspect considering Carmine knows his secret about the gambling. But I think ultimately, uh, because Paul knows all about everything that's gone on in Michael and Lauren's private relationship, I can see Michael becoming the main suspect. I can see Michael who used to be the DA. Michael has always been on the defending side or the prosecuting side. Michael's never been arrested on his own. I think all of the tables are turning toward Michael getting arrested and having to defend himself. I I think it's absolutely brilliant. With Paul being the chief of police, Chris being the prosecutor, it's going to put Chris in the position, or the DA, it's going to put Chris in the position of having to prosecute Michael. I think it's genius. I really think it's where we're headed. I I don't know if any of you guys have any other predictions, but I think this is it, and I think I'm going to like it. You guys, I hate to do this to you, but I I cannot go on. I, I've got so many other things that I could talk about. I watched the whole week of show, and I, but I just, I don't have the energy. I, I can't. I feel like I'm an emotional pal. I'm, I'm ready to, to explode <laughs> right now, and I feel weak, and it's just too much. So I can't. I can't keep going. I'll try. I'll rest up, and um, I'll try to pick up here next week and try to recap things where um, they would have been. So I'll, I'll try to make it logical. I, I, I feel really bad because, um, you know, I try to be committed and get it all done. Uh, but I'm, I, I don't have anything more to give right now. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. So I'll be back next week and we'll talk again about the show. I, I, I do love you guys. Bye.